What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always, always use your head. You are now listening to Chair Shop Radio. Always use your head. Oh, yeah, here it is. Tuesday, and folks, it finally happened. David Ongar and Patrick O'Dowd are here to record the second Musical Chairs episode of Chair Shot Radio. And uh, so, yeah, welcome into Chair Shot Radio, Musical Chairs edition. You are listening uh, to this on the Chair Shot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And Dave is with me. My good friend, the lawyer himself, David Ongar, the journey to get to episode two of season two of Musical Chairs has has been arduous, to say the least. Between the two of us and life just getting in the way left and right, and it doesn't get any easier. Like I'm actually excited that I think we're going to get consecutive recordings in place unless something goes wrong on your end. I think I'm good on my end, but... Man, how you been? It's you know, it's been a hot. I see you on bandwagon nerds, but we haven't talked music in forever. Yeah, it's been a uh, interesting couple of weeks, hasn't it? So a uh, few it, weeks. It sure has, man. Uh, everything's you know as as good as can be expected. You know, like you said, life gets in the right. way, and dealt with some uh, some personal loss on my wife's side of the family, which uh, occupied a few things. But yeah, it's it's good to get back and and talk music and and I know you've already pre-warned me that our choices will not sync up today and that's okay so not even close i'm very curious to see how this goes yeah i i'm excited for this i'm really excited to talk about my my pick um for for musical chairs this this week around and and i know i'm sure you you told me you changed bands at the last minute which is always always the big challenge because i probably went through about four or five different artists myself before Actually, going back to where I started in the first place, because the artist I chose for this week was the one I always thought about doing this week and and then thought, well, maybe I'll do this one or maybe I'll do this one or maybe I'll do this one. And and so at the end of the day, full circle seems seems to be a a good thing. So, um, yeah, I I can't even remember like 
Who went first last time? Did you go first last time? Yeah, or did I? it's yeah. I, I went first with the Foo Fighters, and you followed up with Neil Diamond, and I think you get the dubious, perhaps, distinction of going first this week. Oh, I, I don't think it's dubious at all. I'm really, really excited about it. And I mean, the, pres- uh, the pressure's on. No, the pressure really mm-hmm. is on. But, you know, I'm, as I try to fill time to get to our to the five minute mark so we get through the pre-roll and can put commercials in. <laughs> LOL. Production note for those of you who don't know how our podcasting system works. Um, and, and after I, after Red Circle changed her thing, I'm not sure how it works either, but that's okay. I'm so confused when I look at Red Circle right now. Like there, I remember it used to be, and then we're gonna old man yells at Cloud real quick, everyone. So for those of you who don't know, we use Red Circle to to help post our podcast. Like that's that's the platform we use. We have our account, Chairshot Radio Network, and when we record the podcast, we lay it down. Uh, and we get to we get to the setup to insert our commercial breaks, and, and we get the the. It used to be when we would when it would take the audio file, we would just get one look at one audio file, and it would have an what they call an insertion point, basically directly in the middle of the recording. And then what Dave or I have to do is we have to kind of zoom in because it's it's the recording is shown in sound waves, like like. The, just as people talk and sort of the ebbs and flows of where people are talking. So you got to, you got to listen to your own podcast and you got to kind of zoom in. And there's a couple of different rules. And the first rule is you can't put an insertion point within the first five minutes of the podcast, because that is what they call the pre-roll. There's a commercial that starts at the very beginning of the podcast. And we have one of the post-roll at the very end of the podcast. You, you hear those before you start our podcast. And, you know, if you're like me, you hit fast forward 30 seconds fast forward 30 seconds and get to the podcast, but that pays our sponsors. Like that's part of what we have for red circle. And so we are not supposed to put an insertion point into the pre-roll. And so what we have to do is kill five minutes, which we have now done. I'm at five fifteen as we roll. We'll, we'll do our preamble. We'll talk about it was, and in the five by five, uh, and in chair shot radio, I, I am very, very passionate about a structure to how we insert the commercial breaks. We do, a little bit of a prologue, and then I say, okay, we're going to take our first commercial break when we come back, blah. Then we take a second commercial break, and we do the second half of, of the podcast and, and so forth. And we have our own commercials with our own sponsors that we put in ourselves that are part of our recording, but then we put in insertion points for additional uh, commercials from Red Circle that are sponsorships that, again, help us continue to keep the Chair Shot Radio Network going. And so we can have X number of insertion points. Uh, up to up to a certain point. And you used to just have this one audio file that you look at and manipulate. And if you wanted to add, you add it. Now there's one up at the top. There's a second one at the bottom. And I'm like, which one do I move? I don't know what to help me. I'm lost. I don't know where I am. And it takes me a good 10 minutes to figure out what the heck to do with it. I figure it out. Like it just, it's like a blind man stumbling through a house. Yeah. I, and like when you add in insertion points, like you're saying, and this is podcasting 101 advanced course here for you guys listening but yeah i used to just be able to like add it and it would automatically you know timestamp where the insertion point was now you've got to actually go and see okay where's the point and manually enter the time where the insertion point is and it's just a real pain in the ass man it's just it's like you know if it ain't broke we're gonna fix it and there you go so well done pat you're at six and a half minutes awesome there we go all right so when we come back, we're going. We are going to take our first commercial break. Put one of those insertion points in. When we come back, we are going to 
kick off musical chairs. I get to go first this time, as Dave and I determined, uh, and I hope you are excited for what I think is uh, uh, a great artist, but probably not one that folks would be expecting to hear from us. You are listening to Chairshot Radio Musical Chairs on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the Chairshot.com. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshop.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshop.com. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to Chairshot Radio Musical Chairs. This is Patrick O'Dowd with David Ongar. And as promised, I get to go first this week in the long-awaited second episode of Musical Chairs. Um, I am going. I this week I decided to run with a musician who had who he's no longer with us. He passed away in 1991. Uh, he had a long-lasting legacy, though, as a performer, as far back as the 1940s, right up until he died in '91. He's one of the most influential musicians ever. And not just in the genre that he played, but in popular music, as as I'm going to go into detail. Uh, As a kid, I was a band kid. And and I played the trumpet. Was a a member of our concert band. Was also a member of our jazz band. And through our jazz band, I learned about a man by the name of Miles Davis. And Miles Davis grew up in, you know, was born in, in the St. Louis area. Uh, his mother signed him up for music lessons when he was 12. She wanted him to play the violin. He didn't want to play the violin. His father suggested he learn the trumpet. And with that decision, one of the most influential musicians of all time was born. He would eventually. After finishing 
So, you know, after after growing up in the St. Louis area into his teens, he would move to New York. He would get into Juilliard before dropping out, catching on with big bands in, in New York and playing with the likes of Dizzy Gillespie, uh, John Coltrane, Herbie Hancock, all kinds of folks throughout the year. And I, 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 there's, there's a litany of possibilities of music that you could choose from uh, in terms of, of music that he's, that, that he has his, you know, his most famous albums, birth of the birth of the cool kind of blue uh, bitches brew uh, all just amazing pieces with quartets, quintets, you name, you name anybody who is everybody in, in jazz and Miles Davis played, played with them. And I'm going to talk about kind of blue first, which was an album that came out in 1959. I want to say, uh, as I'm looking, no, uh, yeah, 1959, just before the sixties, it was, uh, his introduction, he introduced the world to a new way of improvisation in his music called modal jazz. And this style of play would go on to influence any, any number of folks, starting with bands like The Doors um, to influencing, sorry, I lied, it was 58, 58, not 59. Kind of blue. Really, uh, I got, I got, yeah, I got fifty nine, but that's okay. Eh, I don't know. iTunes says it's nineteen fifty nine, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um. But this this sort of improvisational modal jazz would influence so many other artists, uh, in the way that they would play, and and starting with bands from the sixties like the Birds. I'm I'm pulling this straight from Miles Davis's Estates website. Uh, the Birds, The Doors, Carlos Santana, The Allman Brothers, uh, Davis and Coltrane are on this album together. Like this is when when they were really making some great music. There there were people like um, Stephen Reich and Philip Glass who were heavily influenced by what they did in, in '59 and what Coltrane would then do later. Uh, and it would even it would even make its way like you would hear horn riff. There, it actually says this. There's there's a horn riff in some hits by Christina Aguilera and Amy Winehouse that were pulled because their producer Mark Rodson borrowed it from James Brown in his 1970 or 67 hit Cold Sweat, which was a riff that the tunes composer freely admits from lifting from Miles Davis's tune. So what? The tune I'm going to recommend from Kind of Blue that I personally love is actually a tune called Blue and Green. And if you look back to when we did the episode where I talked about Queen, uh, I talked about a song called My Melancholy Blues and, and how it's this song that kind of feels like an after-the-party sort of tune. You're sitting there with with a, a, you know, a glass of whiskey in your hand, maybe a cigarette, just you know, taking in the evening kind of blue or not kind of blue Blue and green is very much that same sort of feel and tenor. Uh, But with that just beautiful muted trumpet, 
by by Miles and, and I don't know the music just kind of takes you someplace and, and it's it's amazing to to go back and listen to that album and and to really recognize the totality of it all but that song when I hear it you just feel you feel cool like it it it, it, it oozes cool when you listen to it and, and so that was my my first song choice then i flash forward all the way to 1969 and i go to his album bitches brew which was an album that was very experimental uh for him at the time and then it's a double album it has all of two tracks on the first album it has a tune called the title bitches brew which is 26 minutes long and then there's the tune pharaoh's dance which is the one i'm going to recommend to everybody else that's 19 minutes long it's a 40 some minute album with two tracks pharaoh's dance when you listen to that it's really when miles starts to incorporate things like electric organ and piano and uh, electric guitar and some of these just wild sounds with traditional jazz um, jazz structures and you listen to it you listen to that album in totality and you can see where uh, people like sly and the family stone started to pick up some of their influence and sound with psych like there you hear psychedelics you hear funk you hear r&b it is amazing it is one of their most it is one of his most divisive albums among jazz uh listeners but for my money for what it's worth it's just so experimental it's so groundbreaking and you know it opens with just this beautiful like steady organ line in the background with with a with a, a just a gentle drum behind it before it really picks up steam and, and hits you in the face with with miles's trumpet it's you know, it's using reverb, it's using echoes, it's using all these different effects. And you see all of this building of these tracks get used by other artists in popular music. And so for my money and for my for my vote this week and for my two tunes, Pharaoh's Dance, Blue and Green by Miles Davis, who cannot be denied as one of the most influential musicians, not only in jazz, but in, in music and popular music in general. His legacy will never die. That's a um, that's a really cool choice. Uh, you know, and he's somebody that I, admittedly, haven't listened to as much as I should. That's probably going to change in this episode, though. To uh, to actually isolate a minute or so of each of these songs that are rather long. So <laughs> I will. Right. Well, I mean, and that's that's jazz, right? Jazz yeah. is improvisation. Jazz is breaking boundaries with music. It's you like the other thing I didn't talk about with the, the modal jazz, like. Coltrane and Miles were using were, were using musical scales that weren't common in American music at the time in, in their jazz music and really sort of turning things on its ear. It's so crazy. And to, and to know that that album and what they did was, was ridiculously influential for some of the all-time greats like The Doors. And, and that's the other thing. If you listen to Pharaoh's Dance, you could hear The Doors in Pharaoh's Dance like with the organ and, and all of that. Uh, the other thing I'll, I'll suggest uh, is that there is a really good documentary about Miles Davis that came out a couple of years ago that is on Netflix, I do believe, uh, that uh, follows, I do believe it follows Birth of the Cool. And it's a lot of behind the scenes uh, footage of him and, and just 
his process. He was he was very very driven. He had his demons. He was addicted to heroin. He was addicted to painkillers. He had all kinds of health issues. He uh, he had uh, nodes on his vocal cords. Uh, at one point, he, when he had the nodes re- removed, he was told not to strain his voice for a period of time. He got into an argument with his manager, a shouting match that shattered his voice forever and gave him the distinctive whisper, deep voice whisper that that you would hear uh, in most of his later recordings. He 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 is a he is a fascinating fascinating uh, person. Uh, just in general, Don Cheadle uh, portrayed him in a movie one uh, as well. Um, the mood name of the movie is eluding me, but it's um, it's really good. Uh, Don Cheadle is just a hell of an actor, uh, but it follows again Miles Davis's career. So, yeah, that's mine. Yeah, he's, Miles Davis. He's uh, obviously hugely influential. I mean, I'm a big fan of The Doors, so anybody who had an influence on them, The Birds, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to checking these two songs out uh, because they're both, you know, two of them together will take a good 30 minutes. I, I still think when you say Miles Davis, like the thing that jumped, a couple things jumped into my mind that aren't him, like Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah. If if peeing your pants is cool, then I'm Miles Davis, you know. Uh, so, but uh, there's a, a band. I don't know if you heard of these band. Uh, this band called Afghan Wigs. Um, they've got a song called rebirth of the cool, which is, uh, as a kind of like a corollary to what, you know, your suggestion, I would tell people out there, check that song out as well, because that's, you know, they're a unique band and and that's a really, really good song to, uh, to listen to. But yeah, I, I, I got, I got not a whole lot to add. It's one of these people that every time, and you do this quite often on musical chairs, you mentioned something. I'm like, I really need to listen to more of that and put a check mark in the category for this guy. And what this did for me, true story, as I was doing a little bit of research so that I could just talk, because I really wanted to make sure that I gave people tangible bands that they influenced and artists that they influenced. Uh, I, I started going back and, and just like was going through my public library and was like, oh, I don't have this album. I don't have this one. I don't have this one. And there's so many other albums that he did. Like he was recording basically right up until he died. And, and his his death is very, very tragic. He uh, his health was failing in 91. He, uh, he would check himself into a hospital in September with all kinds of different sep- symptoms. It was suspected that he had pneumonia. Basically the day after he checked into the hospital, he slipped into a coma and died weeks later. And that's how we lost Miles Davis. So, uh, but he was performing right up in and into 91. He re- he's very, he reminds me very much, uh, of one of my other musical heroes, Freddie Mercury, who, until he physically could no longer perform, he was performing, and they they just they did what they loved until it was all done. And Miles Davis, I'm sorry, people, you can point to that Billy Madison line. Miles Davis was always cool, just oh, absolutely. always fucking cool. So, all right, folks. Well, there you have it. Quick and easy, Miles Davis, my selection this week for musical chairs. Check out his music, and his catalog is extensive. So, if you like that look for more. All right, we're going to head into our second commercial break, but before we do that, it is my duty to remind you that if you love things like Chair Shot Radio Musical Chairs, if you love Dave and I's other show, Bandwagon Hurts, if you love good pro wrestling content and you love listening to what we do here at the Chair Shot Radio Network and you want to support us, the best way to do that is to rep the brand by heading over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and investing in one of our mini chair shot shirts. We have Tons of designs to choose from, everything from chair shot logos to 
shirts for various shows, sayings that we've dropped off, dropped here and there, jokes that we made insider, all that sort of stuff. It's there for you to choose from. And we love all the support. It is hard work giving you good quality content every day. And we can't do it without you. And wearing those shirts and repping that brand helps get our name out. And yeah, the money's nice too. Shirts are only $19.99, but if you're feeling fancy, want something that feels nice on your giblets, spend a few dollars more. Get it soft style. Your body will thank you. Again, that website is prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. As Christopher Platt would say, please and thank you. Thank you and please. When we come back, Dave is going to give his selection this week for musical chairs. You listen to Chair Shot Radio, musical chairs on the Chair Shot Radio Network, a part of the chairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. All right, welcome back. Well, I've given my selection for the week. Now it is Dave's turn to give his selection for the week. Lay it on me, Dave. You said you changed your mind at the last minute. What are you going to tell the good people to listen to for this week's edition of Chairshot Radio Musical Chairs? So, yeah, the original band I had will be showing up next week unless something changes again. But I was like, the story as to why I changed it, I was like outside working on something, cleaning the grill, getting the grill ready for some stuff. And, and I had my playlist going and... and this band song, I discovered this band about a year and a half ago or something like that. And, and I love this one song, which I will be recommending at the end of the show uh, so much that I actually like hooked it up to like the speakers and, and turned up the volume. And then I started to say that, you know, these guys, this band's sound is a little bit familiar. I, I actually need to look into them and see who they are. And when I did that, I discovered an interesting history about this, these guys that I didn't even know. And then I looked at their videos and said, oh, these guys are in like our age group, and I know there's a 10-year gap between us, Pat, but you'll be able to relate <laughs> to this. The band I'm choosing this week is a band called Black Star Riders, and Black Star, okay. Black Star Riders is basically an offshoot of Thin Lizzy, and after Phil Lynott died in 1986, uh, Phil Lizzy, and, and Phil was an interesting, Phil Lynott's story mirrors the story of his death kind of mirrors Miles Davis. Like you're talking about here's the, you know, Phil Lynott had alcohol problems, uh, substance abuse problems, had overdosed on something. His mother found him, took him to the hospital. He regained consciousness long enough to basically talk to her. Then his condition worsened drastically and he died in 1986. And after that, then Lizzie kind of, uh, with various members kept touring and that sort of thing. And I think it was around like in 2012, they were still touring as thin Lizzie, but some of the members of the band wanted to go and start touring more full-time. Others did not. But they recorded new material, but they didn't want to release it under the Thin Lizzy name because they thought, well, that'll be kind of disrespectful to Phil. And uh, Phil Lynott's, like, I guess his widow was kind of like, yeah, I don't want anything new released under the Thin Lizzy name. So the band came up with the name Black Star Riders, which is based off of a group of vigilantes, I think, from Tombstone, that movie Tombstone. Isn't that the one with uh, Val Kilmer in it with... I'm your Huckleberry. Doc Holiday. Yeah. yeah uh, and so I was like, wow, the history of this band is really fascinating. And, and when you listen to them and it's cool because like, I guess Phil had a very like Celtic sort of influence in some of his music that doesn't shine through in too many thin Lizzie songs. But one of the songs I will re recommend for black star writers has a, an intro that's 
very Celtic based. And then it kind of goes into the, the rock aspect of it. But, you know, as far as their history goes, they've been around for about a decade now. And they're still, I don't think they've put out anything since what 2017, I think was the last time they put uh, out a, a full fledged record, but I know they still tour and it's, it's a lot of the, uh, Original, me- you know, not a lot, but quite a few of the original members of Thin Lizzy are still, I mean, you know, we all know Jailbreak, the boys are back in town, that sort of thing. So when I discovered that, the history of this band and just kind of how unique it was and how it kind of mirrors like Foo Fighters it was born from the ashes of Nirvana and, you know, probably went on and you could argue that they exceeded what Nirvana created. And I know that's subject to debate, but it is what it is uh, in a different you know, different sort of legacy, but these guys are kind of the same thing out of the ashes of thin Lizzie, not nearly as tragic uh, as Kurt's death. Right. And, and, you know, Nirvana never released anything other than, you know, stuff that was released after Kurt had died that was recorded ahead of time. Thin Lizzie kind of kept going and then morphed into an offshoot. But yeah, black star riders is, is a really, really good band there. It's it, you will hear the thin Lizzie influence in a lot of the songs, but it's got its own sort of take on it. And uh, I, you know, yeah, watch the video for one of the songs I'm going to recommend on here. It's a fun video. It's just the guys jamming, but they're kind of looking at the camera and smiling. And and you kind of get, you know, the feeling that, okay, they're having fun. And because they're these guys kind of in in our age group, not you, Pat, so much more me. But uh, I just thought this is kind of a cool story. I did not know about this until I actually researched it, which, you know, thank you, Musical Chairs, for making me smarter about this band and. There you go. That's uh, the Black Star Riders is is my choice this week. Wow. So we both easily picked two artists that were not going to interfere with each other. Like there was, and it was clearly in the safe zone all the way. I've never even heard of Black Star Riders. So now uh, we both get, we have work to do. We both have work to do uh, this week because uh, I will be interested in listening because, you know, the, the musical tracks always show up in post-production. So I don't know yet how these sound, songs sound unless I go and look them up after we're done recording. So I, I think I'm going to hold off and wait till the recording drops and listen to our, listen to our podcast and, and hear how it goes before I, uh, before I make a declaration. Um, but I'm in, I'm in, of course, like, are that's you, the point. Did you like thin Lizzie when, I mean, I know they're probably not one of your yeah, favorites. Yeah, but... like the, who doesn't like the boys are back in town. Right. Like who doesn't. Right. Yeah, and, jail, and like, Jailbreak, of course, has that one of the most iconic yeah. opening guitar riffs ever, you know, and, and that sort of thing. So, so yeah, like I wasn't like, a, ooh, I got to get the next next Thin Lizzy album or I, I need to own everything they have. But like, yeah, like, you know, the hits, you don't you don't deny the hits. The hits are good and worth your worth your while to listen to. So absolutely um, ready to check this out and uh, and and we'll definitely be doing some extra listening on my own front. Uh, so I will call. I will give you the songs I'm going to add on here at the end, the two recommendations. The first one is off their first record, and it's called Kingdom of the Lost. This is the one that has the very Celtic sort of, it sounds like you're at the Renaissance Fair a little bit at the beginning of this thing. Okay. And, and it starts off that way, and then it kind of morphs into where the guitar takes over with the same riff that was being played in the Celtic stuff. It's really good. Um, the other song is the what probably my favorite by them, and that's the one that kind of started this whole thing is called finest hour and I, I think it's 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 a very heavy guitar this one's got more of the classic thin lizzy sort of sound than the first one the first one's a little mix of things but i think yeah check out kingdom of the lost 
check out Finest Hour. Their 2017 record was really good as well. Uh, just a little bit different. But uh, yeah, these guys flying under the radar for sure. I did not know about their history. And I'm, as, now that I know their history, I'm even more interested in them. So yeah, those are the two songs, Black Star Riders this week. Oh, excellent. Well, look at that, Dave. 30 minutes, basically, right? Just a little little north of 30 minutes this week for musical chairs. Uh, excited to expand my horizons a little bit and glad that I could expand yours. We're going to head out here in a second, everyone. Before we do, though, Dave, tell everybody where they can find you on the ChairShot Radio Network and out there in the socials. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Attitude Ag. That is at Attitude A-G-G. Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. Um, that's pretty much it. That and, you know, cool. hanging out with Ray at Fern Gully forever. You know, that sort of thing. But. Fern Gully forever. That's right. Bandwagon for bandwagon nerd fans. No. Oh, wow. I, that sounded terrible. Bandwagon nerd fans. No. And that five times fast. Anyway, you can follow me on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist. That is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. You can catch me every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on the Chair Shot Radio Network. Mondays with David Ungar doing chair, um, doing bandwagon nerds, the aforementioned Ray Cash, and usually PC Tunney or the Violent Gentleman Aesop Mitchell. Uh, you can catch me on Tuesdays with David Ungar doing Chair Shot Radio, musical chairs during the hockey offseason, hockey talk when the season ramps up. And then you can catch me talking wrestling every Wednesday with Craig DeMarco and Miranda Morales on the Craig DeMarco Show. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Chair Shot Radio Musical Chairs. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will catch you next time. See ya.
voice for the story that I tell I cross the sea from Maryland to shore A man condemned to sail To land of milk and honey And whiskey by the pail They promised me a future there I laughed and would not fail Guitar strings, you and me all day. 